Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone wherever you may be around the world, from London to Sydney to Miami to Seattle, New York to LA, Djibouti to Bombay, wherever the hell you might be. Happy March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day to people in America. I know I don't think most people realize this, Casey, but it's really only celebrated in America. They don't really celebrate it in Ireland. But uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone in honor of St. Patrick's Day and drunken Irishmen everywhere, including the members of you, too. I am drinking a uh, green Guinness this morning. No, I'm lying. It's actually just pepper. But... Um, <laughs> Well, happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. Casey, how are you doing in San Diego, California? I'm doing great, Mike. I was a little jealous of your green beer there for a second, but uh, yeah, no, sorry, no. Work. Not, a, not at 10 in the morning, not really. Right. Blake, uh, Blake uh, yeah, I'm not Dean Ryan. Blake Wally, uh, how are you doing this morning on this fine St. Patrick's Day? I can't do an Irish accent, so anyway. Yeah, it's all good. Neither can I? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm I'm half Irish, so I I do like to celebrate one of my uh, kind of favorite holidays. It's kind of yeah, made up weird, but uh, just an excuse to uh, get drunk and eat corned beef and cabbage. And I'll be yeah. making yeah. some of that later. So yeah. good times for everybody. Everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day, right? Okay. I keep uh, yeah, I keep thinking back fondly to you know. Um, St. Patrick's Day's past when I could do normal things. I lived in LA, go see Hollywood U2 play two or three places and listen to some Irish music. Too bad there's no Thin Lizzy cover bands out there, tribute bands. That would be great. Casey's like, I can see the confusion on Casey's face. She's like, who the fuck is Thin Lizzy? Uh, they were the only Irish band that ever was Irish before U2. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so, well, so nice. yeah, a couple of big hits. You should yeah. check them out, Casey. You'd like them. They're they're pretty rock and roll. So, all right. So speaking of green, let's talk about green screens. Um, there was a video that came out yesterday, and it has caused some issues on uh, on the internet, and and understandably so because it is really really odd, weird, odd, weird, weird, odd odd, weird stuff, and there's some green glowing involved in it. So I'm going to show you this video. It comes from The Hill, is the original vid it, video. It is allegedly Joe Biden walking up to a slew of reporters and answering one or two questions with sort of mindless one-word answers, completely unlike President Trump. But I'm going to share the screen and show you this video yesterday. And I think a lot of people are weirded out by it, and I don't blame them. Let's get a good look at this. This is Biden supposedly on the grounds of the White House approaching reporters. Now watch his hands. So Let's go back. Did, did you guys did you guys see this as he walks up? Um, if you notice, there's these microphones, and his hands go right through the microphones. Mm -hmm. Let's watch it again. So um, you know this. 
this caused obviously some controversy yesterday because those microphones, they have the little fur coverings on them to for noise reduction. People also said, well, you know, Marine One is sitting on the White House lawn and you can hear the motor going, but the blades aren't rotating. Um, and there's something wrong with that. That's actually not a problem. That's the APU, the auxiliary power unit that they keep going constantly when they're warming an airplane up. If you ever go to take a plane, you know, you'll see that there's some heat coming out the back near the tail. That's the auxiliary power unit, which powers the aircraft while it's on the ground before the engine is started. So uh, that's not unusual. But uh there, you know, and again, you look at this, those, those two puffy, fluffy things, they don't look like they're real. They have very uh, animated sort of edges. Biden himself appears to have very, very sharply weird animated edges around him. And um, <clears throat> it looks like a green screen. It looks like he's not really there. Those microphones look like they're fake, like they've been spliced in to a deep fake video and not a very good one. And there's green around him. I mean, there's a bit of a green glow. Later on in the day, uh, Ian Miles Chong, who's somebody that you should follow on Twitter if, if, you, uh, if you like to get good information, posted uh, some pictures. These pictures were released uh, later of these supposed microphones, but also these guys, this, these could easily be Photoshopped. These are way after the fact. And my thing is the video doesn't lie. And, and again, these mics were up in the way. His hand passed like right over through them. And I don't know. I just, I thought it was pretty solid evidence of a green screen. Um, I would just like to know, Blake, first of all, what you think, and then Casey. Yeah, I'm certainly not an audiovisual expert, but that looks suspicious to me. That looks like, uh, you know, like, like the green screen we would get here on um stream yeah or like you like get that. on zoom or something i mean yeah it looks yeah strange and yeah i'm not buying it and then of course we saw the rose garden or the you know rose garden video last week where the guy didn't have a great angle at it but he's on the hotel looking down and it didn't seem like there was anything going on live there at the time either yeah so that's very possible and we've always you know with all the uh, controversy about whether he can actually make it through press conferences and do things that would certainly explain it that they could just kind of stage these events rather than have him stumble and say something stupid on live tv yeah casey i don't know what do you think about that do you think the pictures are the truth i, I mean i don't know i look at his hands and it, and it does look like he kind of goes right through those puffy fluffy fur microphone things he definitely goes through those. And I've said this a couple of days ago when I saw a video of Biden. It's like, why Why is everything so fuzzy around him? Like, the, the video is never clear. Um, and if you look at previous um, videos with Trump, it's, it's very, very clear uh, video. So that's another thing that kind of just concerns me. Like, why would it be so clear uh, with Trump? And now with Biden, everything's blurry. It's like, where are the good cameras? Like, and the fact that they even tried to, like, if this is green screen, they try to, like, pawn this off. I mean, they must really think we're really, really stupid that we wouldn't even notice something like that. But if the Hill is saying something about it, then everyone knows. And um, just another reason that uh, we need to be questioning what's actually really going on, especially with uh, Biden in the White House. It's just it's insane. But, you know, they think we're done and we won't notice this. But now it just makes everybody question, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that the uh, we're watching a movie crowd um, got a little bit of support right there, you know, that, oh, you're just watching a movie. That, that to, my, to my mind, was really weird, and it certainly did look like a green screen. There's also a famous video of Hillary Clinton in the 2016 campaign where she walks up on this stage with this American flag background, and you can see there's a woman there, and she's supposedly filming Hillary, 
and she's holding her phone up and you can see the preview screen um and as hillary walks past hillary's not there it's like she's not there and you know that was a green mm -hmm. screen so i mean again it's just really bizarre and where are these people is joe biden really there you know and again we also only ever really seem to see him for the most part outside the white house we don't really seem to see him inside and even then that briefing he did the other day or the speech he did with the two uh, military women behind him you know there's a, there's some evidence that was green screen too so where is this guy and what is going on and how much weirder can all this stuff get i, I that's a really i think at this point a a, a fair question um so other issues going on in the is uh joe biden actually really president thing um there are reports according to gateway pundit of more american troops entering syria what is biden doing does he know he's doing there's definitely military equipment uh trucks tractors boxes of supplies and things like that entering the northern uh, northern crossing the border into northern syria per reports from that country why is senile old biden doing this and why is he keeping it a secret and during president trump's time in office isis was obliterated in the middle east that evil group was annihilated in a matter of months after festering and growing during the obama years well that's because obama was support supporting them and created them um <clears throat> and the isis leader was killed in an operation after an american girl um uh, reported his location. So uh, the issue now is uh, what is going on in Syria? It appears that they're releasing billions of dollars to Iran, inserting American troops into Syria. And it says a new convoy of U.S. occupation trucks loaded with logistic materials have entered Haska country, countryside via the illegal border crossings with northern Iraq to support the occupation's bases in the Hasaka countryside. Local sources in Al-Khazana village told the reporter that a convoy, which includes 45 trucks loaded with boxes, that's probably ammo, military vehicles and fuel tankers entered via the Al-Walid border crossing with northern Iraq. The Syrian report notes that it's a flagrant, flagrant violation of international law. The U.S. occupation troops work to enhance their illegal presence in the Al Jazeera region as they have established several bases to protect and train armed groups and terrorist organizations operating under their commands to achieve their hostile scheme. So after Trump wiped ISIS out, the ISIS organization, which was created by John McCain and Barack Obama, we now have Joe Biden going back to war they need to remove assad i mean I, I i saw a video of assad and he's calling out neoliberalism about everything that's wrong with neoliberalism everything that's wrong with the american left and it's a brilliant video i actually got to find it again and put it up on on uh on mikebear.blogspot.com and you can see why they want this guy out because not only does he not have a rothschilds or rockefeller owned central bank in syria syria has been a target of the left for a long time but again, what's our military doing, Casey? They're, they're allowing this buildup to take place. They're going to rebuild ISIS and they're going to try to overthrow Assad and claim it is some popular Muslim uprising in Syria, which is in fact the most religiously tolerant country next to Israel, probably, or even with Israel uh, in the Middle East. What? Why, again, are our military not acting and stopping this nonsense? I don't get it.
Yeah, it's really interesting. And then they say, you know, that, uh, you know, Biden, Biden got these 81 million votes. Well, I don't really think that any of these military people are actually want to go back into war after not having war for four years. Um, and then to vote for someone who is going to put them right back in within the first 50 days. I mean, this has only been what 53 days of Biden's presidency. And it seems like it's been more than a year. I mean, we have Syria, we have China, we have um, all the stuff that's going on with the energy and the gas, the jobs, uh, the stuff at the border. I mean, it's only been 53 days and it seems like so much longer. But um, I think that you're right. I think that they're going to go after the their, um, you know, their their uh, money there. They don't have a Rothschild's own bank. And that's exactly what they want. Maybe they need it for their great reset they're trying to do. I don't know. But I just don't see anyone who actually really actually wants to go to war with Syria. And uh, this really isn't getting coverage on the mainstream media. So a lot of people don't even know that this is happening. Yeah, we're going we're going back to uh, war. Okay, that's not what I wanted. We're going back to war. And we don't even know, you know, people don't even know about it. And and again, just as John McCain and Barack Obama created ISIS or ISIL, as Obama liked to call it, because that that, that stands for Levant, the L stands for the Levant, which is what the Arabs call the Middle East without any Jews. That's so he was again, you know, again, his anti-Semitism just shines right through Barack Obama. But um, yeah, we're going back to war there. And again, the military, our military would appear to have the means to put a stop to this. And yet they're allowing it to continue. Blake, how optimistic are you that, you know, Middle East peace three or four months ago was possible <clears throat> with the second Trump administration. Now it's all falling apart and we're going back to war. How optimistic are you that we'll be able to get through this or get rid of this corrupt, fraudulent administration before it can get uh, it can get a foothold in the area? Yeah, this is going to be a problem. We're bringing back the old uh, administration, the old... Um this is what they want to do, the military-industrial complex, and it didn't matter whether it was Obama or the Bushes. They've always seen, uh, you know, Assad as a, as a trouble spot. Um, he's kind of like a Gaddafi in a way. He's probably misunderstood. He cares about his people. He's not nearly as bad as they like to make him out to be. Um, and he said it's, it's a very tolerant region. Um, but they don't, of course, yes, use those banking institutions. And we saw how that worked out for Saddam Hussein and, of course, Gaddafi. Uh, and they didn't want his way. So how, how were the people in Libya doing? So, yeah, they've always been trying to, like, you know, get these uh, radical jihadists all, you know, worked up and, and go fight proxy wars for them. So I don't know whether it's... Um, it could be like pipelines. That's of course the money, and uh, you know, even going to the conspiracy level, they say that there may be, uh, you know, some crazy stargates or something inside of Syria. I don't know if any of that stuff is true, but it's very interesting historical, cultural country, and it would be a, a damn shame if uh, you know, we just let radical jihadists take it over and 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 destroy it like they have around the rest of the Middle East when they were in power until Trump came in and and put kind of a stop to that. But uh, until this administration is removed, you can probably expect more of the same. And I just hope that, uh, you know, they leave Syria alone. Yeah, you know, I, I, I go for that too, Blake. Um, because, I mean, look, the truth is people are freer and less persecuted in Syria and Russia right now than they are here in the United States. There's more persecution going on. There's Gestapo stuff going on here. You're, you're actually safer, I think, in some of those countries, at least in terms of having political freedoms. And, um, you know, the I, I most of the charges against Assad, that he used nerve gas, those appear to be staged uh, events. What's our, what's our word, Casey, for the FF? What are, what's the word we're supposed to be using? 
French fries. <laughs> French fries. Yeah. You know, that appears to be a staged French fry event. And, um, you know, and then Trump, when he hit Syria, supposedly, he actually targeted Russian cabal forces that were in control of the central banks rather than actually hitting any Russian, real Russian troops in Syria, because Putin gave him all the bases. He said, these are, when they met in Helsinki, he said, these are all the places where, you know, there are troops that I can't control because of the cabal and the banksters. So he gave Trump those targets. So when they did do the French fry, they ended up uh, getting, you know, it actually hurt ISIS and ISIL very badly, ISIS or ISIL, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so speaking of that and moving on, there's a new trend that's been developing. The Russia, Russia, Russia thing fell, fell apart uh, recently here even more. It's even more obvious that it was all false because of new information that came out. And then they were trying to blame Trump for January 6th, and that completely fell apart. And the whole basis of that was the idea, one of the basis of it was, it's in the, the second fake articles of impeachment, was that, oh, he tried to intimidate election officials in Georgia into... Um, into a basically committing fraud when he was in fact trying to expose the fraud that went on in Georgia. But then finally it was basically admitted yesterday that there was election fraud in Georgia and that this guy lied about the Raffenberger, the Georgia Secretary of State, who supposedly is a Republican, lied about the contents of his phone call with President Trump. And so that narrative fell apart. But then I've noticed that there's another narrative. All of a sudden, Casey, and Blake, there are hate crimes against Asians in the United States. Now, let's set aside the fact that there is a lot of tension between the Asian community and the black community, so mostly it's been blacks committing this stuff, but they're now trying to say, and this has been the trend on Twitter, they're trying to say that uh, President Trump has uh, stirred up, ginned up hatred against Asians because he kept calling the uh, Cerveza virus the China virus, which of course it is because it came from China. So uh, they're not trying to blame that on him and they're trying to use that as some means to charge him with some crime. Well, yesterday, and again, you know, left-wing blue check mark Twitter went insane. Yesterday, uh, a, a, a white man went into, uh, I guess, two or three massage parlors and shot him up. Uh, eight people are dead in an Atlanta shooting spree, including six Asian women. A 21-year-old suspect targeted massage parlors. And everybody immediately, a mass shooter in Atlanta shot and killed eight people in a multiple area, in, in multiple area spas and massage parlors, including six Asian women. Um, shot and killed seven people. Um, the shooting spree comes amid a rise in racist attacks against Asian Americans, which is utter garbage by the way. That's simply not true. It's being made up. It's being made up by uh, our utterly corrupt FBI, among others. And it says that uh, this Rob Roberto Menuda was jailed. So that makes him, I guess, Roberto Menuda, that it makes him not white, but rather Hispanic, was jailed after he went to uh, D.C. to provide security for speakers. That's when Anna targeted and destroyed. But, oh, sorry, it's a different thing. The Atlanta shootings, um, left these four women dead. I don't know why the hell that's in the middle of this. But investigators said the first shooting occurred about 5 p.m. at Young's Asian Massage in the town of Ackworth in Cherokee County. Two victims died at the scene, and three were transported to a hospital where two later died. Less than an hour after the first shooting, police in Buckhead neighborhood in Northeast Atlanta responded to a call of a robbery in progress. 
and found three women dead from apparent gunshot wounds at Gold Spa. While at the scene, police received a call of shots fired at another spa across the street, the aromatherapy spa, and found a woman who appeared to have been shot dead inside the business. At least six of the eight victims were Asian women, authorities said, meaning two were not adding that it's too early to say if race played a role. The guy was Robert Aaron Long, is a suspected gunman. I guess he is a, a white guy after all, but the killer told police that he is a sex addict and wanted to eliminate locations he saw as temptations for his sex addiction. For the shootings, uh, we uh, said that early on once we began the interviews with him. Um, he claims that these, and as the chief said, we know this is still early, but he does claim that it was not racially motivated. He apparently has an issue, uh, what he considers a, a sex fiction, and sees these locations as something that allows him to to um, to go to these places, and, and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Um, yeah, like I said, it's still early on, but those, those were comments that he made. Okay, so... Um what I don't get about this, or I mean, I do get it, I guess, is that um, at this point, what we're seeing is that they're trying to blame this on President Trump, left-wing Twitter that I follow, did this all day yesterday, that this is because went and in fact, um, you know, criticized the China virus. And now we have the situation where they're they're trying to create this illusion that there's Asian hate crimes in this country, and there simply aren't. I mean, whites and Asians get along really well. There is some tension between the Asian community and the black community that has been historic in the United States, but that's it. So again, Casey, do you see this as they're, they're trying to stir up? Um, I mean, this guy's motivation appears to have been sexual rather than, you, you know, rather than, um, rather than racial. Are they trying to stir something up so they can blame this on Trump to try to charge Trump with some sort of crime around this? Is that what is that where we're going? Well, they're definitely trying to stir something up. Um, it's interesting because I believe it was yesterday, and I will definitely circle back. I'll circle back tomorrow about it. But I think that yesterday they did a um, uh, they were voting on the gun control bill. So this kind of just perfectly fits right in with that, right? Because we know oh, what's yeah. coming next. Perfect French fry for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We know what's coming next. But it's interesting in that article where it says, you know, there was a shooting and then right in between us, then there was this robbery and then there was another shooting. It's like, why even mention that there's some robbery going on? They don't have anything to do with each other. Um, but I do think that, uh, you know, Yahoo did say that it wasn't racially motivated. So why are they trying to push that it was a racially motivated thing when they're saying that it's not racially motivated? And also Trump makes for great ratings for TV. And since he's been quiet and out of the scene right now, that what a great way to try to bring him back in and, and, and you know put it on Trump supporters. I saw them one one of the idiots on CNN the other day was uh, trying to compare um, Tucker Carlson and what he said about the military to, to Trump, you know, and try to compare the two because they don't have a Trump. They don't have a boogeyman. They have nothing to boost their ratings and talk about. So they're trying to create things to blame on Trump because he brings in the ratings. That's honestly what I think. But then again, um, we know that Atlanta is a very big hotspot for uh, sex trafficking and also a lot of these massage parlors are big for sex trafficking. So just on this random thought that I had, um, this guy is 21 years old. I mean, what if they're using this like kid as like some patsy to go in and, and take out some people to maybe uh, quiet them for maybe something that's coming? Maybe they were going to talk about something. Maybe there's some type of investigation going on. I don't know. I just have to kind of think outside the box of why this would particularly be massage parlors, 
Um, I don't think that's particularly just because it's Asians, because they're saying it's not racially motivated. And then we know how much trafficking does go on in Atlanta. So maybe that's connected somehow. Yeah, I, I think um, here's the thing. Most of these Chinese, these girls are Chinese. There's Koreans, there's some Vietnamese, but most of these girls are Chinese. And in fact, a lot of the Korean girls are kidnapped from the Koreas it taken to China, the Chinese Communist Party, this is a money-making operation for them. Mm -hmm. They import all these Asian girls. They force them to work at these Asian massage parlors. A lot of times they get them hooked on, on drugs. And um, these definitely are run by the CCP. And now they're trying to use these operations. I mean, look, be the easy. If you wanted to spin a false racial narrative in the United States, that there are hate crimes against Asians, which there are not in this country. And I don't think there's really hardly any hate crimes anyway against any race in this country. But if you wanted to spin that narrative, this is exactly how you would do it. You would use your own assets that you don't care about, which are these Chinese girls who, as far as they're concerned, the CCP are a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, shoot them up, use a white guy. Uh, next, they're going to try to make him out to be a Trump supporter. And, you know, when in fact he appears to be just a psychopath, maybe somebody who was triggered by uh, drugs, bath salts, who knows what the deal is there. But Blake, if you were going to set up a French fry to try to push the anti-gun agenda and try to push some anti-Trump agenda, or as Casey suggested, simply to stir up Trumpian news so you can get some ratings back, wouldn't this be exactly the operation that you would conduct? Um, I guess, yeah pretty close or something similar to that. I don't know if that is connected necessarily. I mean, maybe if you would have said this was a, uh, a targeted hate crime, I mean, clearly it, it, it's not. And he admitted it's not as, as whacked out as he was. I, I would have said maybe he targeted these places because they were, you know, they're, they're easier to spot because you can just say, Oh, it's Asian massage that there, there you go. Uh, so I, I really don't understand while they're drawing that connection Per se, yeah, he's totally disturbed, and this is the logic of his mentality: is oh, I'll just you know, I'm I'm addicted to sex. He's he's 21. He has is no idea. He looks kind of messed up and disturbed to begin with. So his logic there is to just start shooting a bunch of people, like, and then just go back to normal life. I, it's totally insane, and and yeah, to see the the, the people on Twitter you know, going out and saying that this is actually like racially motivated or that it's somehow Trump's fault because he said something about because of the Chinese virus. And it's totally there, there. There is no connection there. So I don't know what these people are thinking, but if they can find a way to blame Trump, they will. And they have again. And it, it said that uh, this has to be like this. And, um, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't targeting the actual, you know, traffickers or anything. So just none of this really adds up. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't even I don't get the motivation for that. I mean, 21, you're a sex addict, 21 year old boys, <laughs> men. I mean, you're you're got raging testosterone. Own, you you're horny all the time i mean let's face it that's what it's like to be 21 but people they don't go and shoot up massage parlors and you know again what's the deal here is is he on a minimum wage job at starbucks and he can't afford the girls he wants is that what's going on or he doesn't you know uh, yeah. most guys in that situation would get a better job earn some more money learn a little game get out there and meet girls and have a real girlfriend they wouldn't go shooting up Massage parlors. So, I mean, again, it just doesn't, none of it adds up to me. It all doesn't, it makes zero sense. 
And again, Casey, I think we go back to what you talked about, which is that this is this designed to target the sex trafficking operations in Atlanta or, you know, who even knows um, what's going on? But I think it's something worth watching, although I suspect like Las Vegas and Nashville, it's just going to be wiped out from the news pretty soon as soon as they're done exploiting it. Case. Uh, I just looked it up and actually they're going to be voting on that bill today. So what perfect timing, um, right? So they'll be voting oh, on yeah. They'll be voting on the gun bill today and they need 60 uh, votes and they need 10 Republicans to go over to the side of um, getting it passed. So, oh, what a great way to create pressure with a French fry, a big shooting French fry the day before the vote. Oh, if you, uh, oh, you know, if you're, uh, if you vote against this, you're, you're basically abandoning the victims of this horrible racial hate crime in Atlanta. Right. Yeah. It's like a two for one. Coming. It's like racial and gun control. We're going to do a two for one, bring Trump in. Now we can just talk about it. Now we're going to have ratings again because uh -huh. you know, the ratings went to shit without Trump. So perfect yeah. storm. Yeah, it is. Um, okay guys, I wanted to ask you, I, I don't have a, I don't have a screen to display on this one, but you know, Trump yesterday did an interview with Maria Bartiromo and you know, he encouraged people to take the vaccine and I don't, I don't get this. We, we, sorry, the lollipop. We know the lollipop is a problem. The AstraZeneca lollipop especially is a problem. We looked at all that information yesterday. Um, I guess I actually could show you something, but uh, again, uh, you know, Casey, I, I just don't, I don't understand what's going on here. If this guy is really on our side, President Trump, I mean, and he's really going to do something about this situation. I, I don't know why at this point, now that he's not in office anymore and there's no political ramifications, why does he, um, sorry, why does he make this an issue? I, don't, I just don't get it. I mean, um, sorry, let me show you this screen here. Um, this is information from the uh, VAERS system, which is the um, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And, you know, you look at the deaths from the uh, Cerveza virus lollipop, 64,000. That's probably more than the actual number of people who have died from the Cerveza virus itself. So why is he pushing this agenda? It doesn't make any sense to me if he's really truly on our side. He should be neutral about it or just say, you know, just say, well, you know, we developed the vaccines and people can take them if they want, but he's not doing that. So what's the game here? Blake? Blake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Blake Casey doesn't have an opinion. Blake, no, I do. I just go ahead, Blake. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it is a very disappointing uh, development that happened. Um, I, I, my only suggestion, maybe it's just his ego. He wants to take credit for it. But if he maybe takes another look at these statistics and then sees what effects this could have uh, over the months, because we're basically, you're, you're involving in an experimental vaccine. This is a whole, or experimental lollipops. Lollipop. We haven't yes. fully tested the flavors of these lollipops yet. Uh, usually we, we have maybe uh, animals or something else, try them for a couple yeah. of years, develop it, see how it works, and then we go for it. We don't just immediately go into the uh, test run, which we've been doing and pushing these things. So a very surprising development. Yeah, you're right. You should just, just stay completely out of it. Just say, hey, you know, I was helping do the, the warp speed thing, and then that's it. But don't encourage people necessarily to take it. Just say, hey, I let it. it's, it's available if you want to take it but yeah i, I have right. to agree bad news casey what do you think 
he definitely did say that I would encourage everyone to take it, but I do respect the, the freedom of people. Um, he did put that in at the end, but I mean, they were pushing him and not they like not Maria Bartiromo, but they're all pushing him and especially Biden saying that he needs to come out and tell his supporters to get the vaccine. And even Biden was saying that uh, that uh, priests and pastors need to talk to their church uh, congregations about getting the vaccine, because most likely those people are Trump supporters because they're Christians or whatever religion the church. Yeah. <laughs> and so so they're, he's calling calling the pastors and calling Trump to tell people what to do. And it, it was discouraging that he did say that. But he said, you know, I do respect their freedoms and it's interesting that there was that people are saying well you know trump supporters are the ones that don't want to get the vaccine when trump was the one who kind of came in and created the vaccine right, right. so you think like trump supporters would want to do it because trump did it and it's great but for some reason a lot of them are resistant and i believe that i saw a study and there were like 53 percent of trump supporters said that they would not be getting the vaccine so or yeah. lollipop so yeah. um it, you know it's just it's just interesting that it's not um it's not all of them but uh it was just it was disheartening to hear him say that because we know that uh we know what's really involved in it but then again maybe he has to play that game otherwise they would totally you know crucify him worse than they've already done i don't know i, I mean i feel what, like that's what, what he was do doing to him now. Yeah, but well, what can they do to him now well, she, so. she even said on that, that, um, you know, you've already gotten the vaccine or lollipop. Dang it. You've already gotten the, the lollipop. So I don't think that he, they did because they actually got the they actually got the, the Rona. So he had, he had the virus and was cured through the therapeutic process. So he doesn't have any need to take it. But now they're now they're trying to act like, oh, there's these new mutations that you're not protected from them unless you take the lollipop, which is just bullshit. If yeah. you've had it, you're not going to get it again. So, exactly. uh, I mean, come on. It's just nonsense. So, yeah, I I had to feel, I felt really, um, I like you, disheartened by that. And I think that these French fries and lollipop issues are something we need to watch. That's where a lot of oppression is going to be coming here in the next uh, few months if we don't do something. Okay, uh, 224 people in the uh, live stream right now on Mike Barra 2 and the Peelback Report and over on Twitch. I think we're on Twitch or Rumble or wherever we are. Um, great to have you guys here. Don't forget to like that. Smash that like button. Subscribe to Mike Barra Official. Subscribe to Mike Barra 2. Subscribe to the Peelback Report. Uh, go visit Jennifer Falaw Doring's site. Don't forget that if you want to send me some love, and a couple of you guys did today, uh, James Garner, uh, love the Rockford Files, James, and uh, Antonio and Shawnee from Denmark also hit me up with some love yesterday. I truly appreciate that, guys. It helps us pay the bills, get the bandwidth. We got to get Blake a better internet connection, so that's what we're collecting money for. <laughs> and Blake, unlike other people, if we do get money specifically for that, we will send it to you. You will actually get to utilize that. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> anyway, you know, do all that stuff. If you want to sign up for Jen's classes, the interdimensional meditation classes, you can do it through my PayPal as well. PayPal.me slash Mike Barra and Venmo at Mike dash Barra. If you use Venmo, also don't forget if you want to send Blake Wally some love, it's PayPal.me slash Blake Wally. Don't forget, you can also find stuff on his site, The Next Level News. And if you want to send Casey Jones some love, it's paypal.me slash peelbackreport, all capital letters on those three words. You can follow her on Twitter at peelbackreport and at Real News Live. And again, I'm going to remind everybody, um, if anything should happen to this channel or any of our channels, on a regular basis, I just got an email message yesterday. Hey, Mike, I haven't seen you on YouTube for a couple weeks. 
again, love you guys. How many times do I have to tell you if I'm not, if we're not broadcasting, there's something wrong. We've been suspended or something. So look in these other places. Go to mikebarrett.blogspot.com. Get some of the latest news. Here's a great video on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. speaking to a global forum in Denmark. There's Toxically Masculine Tuesday with me and Blake from yesterday. This is where you're going to find stuff. You can also go to Blake's site, thenextlevelnews.com where he talked about how Marvelous Marvin got jabbed. You can follow us on all podcast platforms. is linked there on Real News uh, on nextlevelnews.com. And also, don't forget, everything is also backed up on my new site, the library.tv, lbry.tv site. Mike Barra official. I'm up to 49 followers. I need more subscribers, something. I don't know how you do it there. But basically, it looks like YouTube. It feels like YouTube. Honestly, guys, once you can stream to this platform, I'm going to be doing it. Right now, I'm just uploading uh, videos on a daily basis, and all of my historic YouTube video stuff is also on this channel. This is my permanent YouTube channel backup should we get deleted from any uh, number of other platforms. And also, last but not least, do not forget to patronize our sponsors, the UngovernedT-ShirtCompany.com, UngovernedTees.com. That's the link right there where you can get all kinds of cool stuff like ball caps, stickers. There's Casey modeling the uh, logo baseball cap. <laughs> There's the Child Lives Matter shirt, uh, another model with the... Uh, same black logo beanie that I'm wearing, Casey wearing her trader shirt, and they have all kinds of cool stuff, t-shirts, um, all this sort of thing. Again, Blake, you've got, uh, Blake's wearing the baseball cap, I'm wearing the logo beanie, Casey's got her Tweedledum 2020 gray t-shirt on, I've got my MAGA long sleeve tee, and Blake has his white uh, Obamagate shirt. And again, don't forget, you got mugs, you got stickers, you got all kinds of cool stuff at the ungovernedtshirtcompany.com ungovernedtees.com, true patriot gear for true patriots. Don't forget to use the discount code RN2021. Okay, Casey, you have a dog barking. My, do my doorbell just rang. It's time for the corner. Uh, we, we could do it over the dog barking. What do you got in Casey's corner today? Hold on. Hold on, Mike. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Hold don't on. forget the YouTube backup channel is Mike Barra 2 or Mike Barra II. As soon as Casey's ready, we'll we'll jump over there to Casey's corner. Um, also, okay. you can uh, we'll remove her from the uh, the thing for now. Also, don't forget you've got uh, MikeBarra.blogspot.com. Oh, there she is. She's back. Okay, Case, are you here? Are you with us? Okay, it's it's always something. Someone rings the doorbell, then the dog goes crazy. If the UPS guy comes, the dog goes crazy. So can't get away with anything in this house. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, and do the corner. I have a little bit of a theme today, and uh, all you parents are going to absolutely absolutely hate it, but uh, I have to I have to share. So I'm going to go ahead and start here. California proposes curriculum with chanting names of Aztec God who accepts human sacrifice. If you Jesus. people don't think that they are after your kids, this right here, the California Department of Education has proposed an ethnic studies model curriculum that includes among other things, chanting the names of Aztec gods in an attempt to build unity among school children. Cause I mean, when I think about unity amongst kids, I all obviously think about chanting to Aztec gods. I mean, don't yeah, Aztec blood, first thing I think of is Aztec blood sacrifices. Yeah, that's for definitely. Sure. So it says the chant starts with a declaration that you are my other me. And if I do, if I do harm to you, I do harm to myself, a bunch of psycho babble BS, but this is what they're pushing uh, here in California. So they're going, it says here, um, I don't even know how to say this name uh, is the name of an Aztec God that was honored with human sacrifice. 
according to the World Exactly. History Encyclopedia. So they want to go ahead and just teach this to our kids in the name of unity. And I know that there are a lot of parent groups and a lot of Facebook groups that I follow who brought this, um, brought this up and they're really fighting the school districts. And at this point, I just even wonder why anyone is even doing the public school thing. This is what they're trying to teach you. I mean, just last year, just in our district here, um, they were trying to do the whole uh, teach four-year-olds how to how to masturbate in school and like and five-year-olds in kindergarten and, and teach them that and that and all the parents in our district fought back against that so they wiped that from the uh, the health curriculum that was under health of course uh, curriculum and so here's another one so I'm really hoping that um, parents if you have kids in the public school system really open your eyes because this is what they want this is exactly what they want you to do and no one's going to question it of course because most parents aren't really engaged with what their kids are doing and they're not yeah. really going to even understand that this is happening but um yeah. again california over here uh, eternal memo shows california teachers are contemplating using the COVID funds for staff bonuses and trips to hawaii now i follow this facebook group here it's um or is it reopen California schools? It says it's on Facebook. It's actually on Twitter if you want to follow it. Um, but they basically discuss this is different uh, school districts. One of them is in Fresno um, and Clovis Unified School District um, up in Fresno discussing COVID funds because they obviously just passed the 1.9 trillion stimulus. A lot of schools and a huge, huge chunk of that money goes to the LA Unified School District. Um, we know how messed up they are there. Um, so discussing using COVID funds for a one-time payment to employees, given the extraordinary effort required of every employee over the course of the pandemic. Because when you're doing online learning, at least in our district here in San Diego or San Diego Unified, they're only required to do two hours of online learning with these kids. So that extraordinary effort, you know, so much. Uh, $6,000 proposed teacher and staff bonus to be voted by the board on Wednesday, which I'm sure they, I mean, why would you not vote yourself a bonus, right? I mean, they're going to be like, right. yeah, we'll just pass on that 6000 this time. Um, so this this group uh, got these internal memos, and this group has actually been, um, it was the one I talked about last week, where don't post your vacation pictures, teachers, uh, because it's going against our reopening schools. You know, they don't want to show that the teachers can go out to uh, on vacation, but they can't go into the classroom and teach. Because on Zoom, you're only required to teach two hours, so why not? And obviously, vote yourself a $6,000 raise. So that is where a big chunk of that COVID, uh, the quote-unquote relief money, is going to go to. So there's another one. I have a theme today. It's obviously children. <laughs> so this one, uh, this actually came from uh, the war room, pandemic war room. Cartels are selling children for $3,200 at Biden's open border. So I just want to play this really quick because he explains it a little bit better than this um, article does. So let's play this real fast. Why well, should be in the world to me? Oh, it'll be so a, I'm sure it'll be a, uh, an ad first, but it says the cartels yeah. will literally tell people if you have a minor with you, we'll give you a lower price of $3,200. And I'm just trying to figure out why would they lower the price of um, bringing people into the border unless possibly these cartels are working maybe with the government in some way because they want to get these kids over here. We know what they yeah. want to use them for. Um, yeah. So why would, here it is. Drew Hernandez, investigator report, did amazing work up in Seattle in the Portland. Drew, you're down in uh, Arizona now in the Phoenix area. Give us your assessment of what's going on here, sir. Number one, uh, thank you guys for having me. These Democrats, these radical elites, the Sackies, the Bidens of the world, the globalists of the world, they act like they care about migrants. They act like they care about Hispanics, but they don't. And I think you could easily see this because now even the Mexican president, look at what the Mexican government is concerned with. What are they concerned with? 
with this mass illegal immigration. They're concerned with the criminal enterprises, with the cartels growing, funding, and business booming for them in their own countries. Joe Biden will not address this. Jen Psaki will not address this. If they really cared about these Hispanics, they would address these things because the ones that are hurting the most are the people that are being human smuggled from these Central American countries, even before they get into Mexico. The, 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 the travel from Mexico to the southern border of the United States is horrific. It is a nightmare. It is something I think Americans would never want any human being to ever go through. And Joe Biden won't even call it a crisis when the Mexican government, when the Mexican president is calling him the migrant president, and we can't even get the president of the United States to even acknowledge these things. Number one, they won't acknowledge it because now that orange man is gone, there's no one to blame. And now that this administration is in place, they're in power, it's their responsibility. And the moment that they call it a crisis is the moment that it is now their fault. And they won't do this. And as a Hispanic man, I have to come out and seriously just push back and say, you know what? You radical elitist Democrats, globalists, even some elitists in the Republican Party, these establishment rhino figures, you guys don't care. You guys only use us as votes. You push us because you have a political agenda and we are not just political pawns. And I think this is how I feel about the certain situation because these are human beings. This is not a Democrat uh, situation. This is not a Republican issue. This seriously is a strategically planned humanitarian crisis because the global elites need to push people around. And I love, uh, uh, Ben, and I love your assessment on Angela Merkel. This is literally what happened in Europe. And now they're bringing it to the United States. I believe they wanted to do this initially with Hillary Clinton, but the Trump problem came with the rise of populism. But now it's back on track. Now it's back to business. And I think they're attempting to do what they did in Germany and parts of Europe in the United States. And the way you do that is by mass illegal immigration. You move millions of people to change the geographics and even the mindset of millions of people. George, let me ask you, got about a minute. What what are working class Hispanics down on the border and, and, and you're a Hispanic male, what would be your recommendations right now to Biden in this regime here in Washington, D.C.? What would be your recommendations, what you believe has to happen right now? To radical Democrats, globalist elites, uh, even some activists like Hispanics that claim that they care about these migrants, the kids in cages things, I would say this, really focus it's like an onion, right? The drug trafficking, the gun smuggling, those are just layers to the onion. The real problem, and even the Mexican government is concerned with, is the human trafficking, the human smuggling. It is a million dollar industry that even goes beyond Central America. And the ones who win in the end are these human smugglers. These cartels are making millions of dollars. Uh, a migrant child unaccompanied in Mexico right now, uh, the Mexican government put out some intel the Mexican government, okay? A child right now is going for about $3,200. And these migrants what do you mean, know this. What do, you mean go, what, do you, what do you mean going for? What does that mean? For instance, for instance, these cartels, uh, obviously coyotes, and there's even falcons. Uh, the falcons are the guys that you see at the Rio Grande. There's sometimes two of them with radios. They kind of see where the U.S. government is. They work on the clock. They work around the clock. And they work with these uh, migrants, these families, or these quote-unquote families. They tell them where to go. They tell them when to go. They tell them what to say when they get into contact with the United States. But these cartels have price tags on human beings. So if you're a migrant coming from Central America, let's say you're a, a male that's single and you're on the run from your country in Honduras. You're, you're a pedophile. You're a rapist. And you're just completely on the run. The only way you see getting into the United States, the cartels will literally tell these people, hey, if you have a minor with you, 
uh, we'll give you a lower price of $3,200. Wow. We'll give you safe passage across the border. Now look at the American side of things, Steve. What do we have right now? We have a surge of unaccompanied minors, right? And now we have these stupid catch and release laws where they catch. Okay, I'm gonna stop there. Sorry for that being so long. I should have isolated that that part there. But I mean, I just understand like why we give you a better price of 3,200 to sneak you in. And then now we have all these kids here and they're all being stored in these, actually stored, it's so sad, in these shipping containers. Um, mm -hmm. Where are they being shipped to? Later on, they'll find out that, you know, where are these kids? Oh, they're just missing in action. We don't know where they are. I mean, this is, I think that this is a huge part of the big problem of the trafficking that we have with the elites. I mean, they've been cut off from their supply for so long that now that they're kind of incentivizing these cartels to bring these kids over, I don't know. That's just kind of what it looks like to me here, but um, it's just, it's super, super sad. And I'm going to end on this last one here uh, really quick. Uh, Russia threatens to ban Twitter uh, in the next month because they're not complying with their certain contents or demands to remove certain contents. And one of the big one is, what is that? Oh, it's a uh, child uh, pedophilia. Yeah. So Russia is going to cancel Twitter and uh, if they don't remove all the stuff. So that is actually allowed to be on Twitter. We talk about this all the time. Um, you can post any type of child pornography on Twitter, but if you uh, want to question the erection frog, you get banned. So it's just a big part of, of their whole entire plan. And Russia seems to be doing the right thing with everything right now. And um, all this stuff makes me just want to lock my kids in a basement, but like in a loving way, not in a, just in a loving way and keep them away from all yeah. this. Yeah. Just specific on that one, Casey. Yeah, yeah. just being specific. Yeah, have to. Um, protect them. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's just totally it's just so scary. But I mean, it looks like they're the only people that are standing up for for these kids. And um, this this is just where we are. And like I said, if there's going to be something at the end of this that is going to uh, unite people and bring us all together, it's going to be about the kids. And um, we just need to keep exposing this stuff because they literally are after our children. They're the most vulnerable. And right now that they have all this time on their hands to sit online and do things and, you know, be um, be preyed upon, basically. So, I mean, keep your eyes open, parents. This is what's happening. And it's a uh, it's really, really, uh, it's really disheartening. It's really sad. So that's all yeah. I got for you. All right, Casey, thanks uh, for that report. 247 of you guys made it through the episode today. Congratulations. I don't think we're really going to go to the phones. There's not a lot of questions um, there today. So I want to just remind everybody, smash the like button, subscribe, comment, ring the little bell on Mike Barra Official, on Peelback Report, on uh, Mike Barra 2, which is I think you're, a lot of you are watching on that channel right now as our backup channel. I should be going back to Mike Barra Official soon though, Casey. I'm encouraged by that. Don't forget, if you want to send me some love, it's paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike-Barra. You can sign up for Jennifer's next class, uh, class number three in, in the Interdimensional Meditation series. Now, starting now, 56 bucks, make sure I get a good email for you that I can respond to at uh, paypal.me slash Mike Barra or at the Venmo. You can also sign up on jenniferfalaw.com. So don't forget to go there and do that if you want to join me and Jen for that class on April the 5th. If you want to send Blake Wally some love, it's paypal.me slash Blake Wally. Also go to his site, thenextlevelnews.com, where he's posting all kinds of cool links and things, podcasts, uh, the podcast version of this show, and all that stuff from his secret underground bunker somewhere east of California. And if you want to support Casey Jones, it's paypal.me slash peelbackreport. You can follow her on Twitter at peelbackreport and at Real News Live. I follow her there, even though I'm not officially on Twitter. And uh, again, my backup channel, 
Mike Barra 2 or Mike Barra II, Roman numeral 2. What else have I forgotten? Anything else? Oh, yeah. Don't forget, if you want to keep up with me and find out where I'm suspended from now. You know, I've, I've lost my Twitter account for calling Ted Lou a warthog. Um, which I think you ought to be able to do on Twitter. MikeBarrett.blogspot.com. Also go to my backup uh, channel on library TV, LBRY.TV, at MikeBarrettOfficial. I will be backing up that this show there in case it gets removed for some reason. Okay, guys, time for uh, final thoughts. TV's Blake Wally, do you have any final thoughts for the audience today? Oh, also, I'm sorry, don't forget. Yeah. Ungoverned T-shirt company, ungovernedtees.com. True Patriot gear like beanies, baseball caps, T-shirts, stickers, mugs uh, for True Patriot gear for True Patriots. Blake, final thoughts. Just thinking it's the uh, it's a perfect day for the storm. It's St. Patty's Day. We should all be celebrating by chasing all the snakes out of D.C. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I just want to throw that one out there. <laughs> okay. Happy St. Patty's Day for everybody out there. Yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Casey, any final thoughts? Uh, no, where are you drinking green beer tonight, by the way? You're going to be drinking green beer tonight? No, where are you going to be drinking green beer? I feel terrible. Oh. I'm going to bed. So. Well, like I said, I'm in, I'm in California. So just here, I mean, we're, we're just now allowed to go into indoor dining, right? So there's that. But yeah, no, thanks for every, uh, everybody for being here. And uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe and like, because the more you like it, um, you know, the more it gets recommended to other people. And so make sure you share, because this is a lot of stuff that we talk about that no one else is talking about. So it's really important to get it out there just to wake up the masses, because apparently that's what we're still waiting for. It's for everyone to wake up. So just do, do your part. Yeah. <laughs> do your part. In yeah, and, and, you know, we need to uh, push back. We need to get some help from the people in authority because we can't do it on our own. We need their help. And, you know, if we don't, they are going to take our kids. They are going to do all kinds of terrible things that we are really unthinkable. So, uh, well, they're happening every day and they're being allowed to happen all because this is we're supposed to believe this is some sort of strategic retreat and i just i'm really tired of it uh one thing we did discuss before the show guys which is that i had i had some contact with somebody from florida yesterday that lives in florida mm -hmm. and the thought began to stir that maybe we might want to put on a dimensions of disclosure style conference in florida and I'm wondering if you guys could think about it. If we started a GoFundMe, we'd probably want to raise 20 or 25 grand to get started, rent a venue. But we would try to have people, um, not only like the Real Deal Media team there, but we try to get uh, Robert David Steele and people like that to come to the conference. Uh, I know some other folks that would be great contributors. So if anybody's interested in doing something like that, let us know. Give us some feedback, maybe in the chat, maybe for tomorrow's show. And uh, let's start thinking about it because I might set up a GoFundMe just for specifically that purpose. I know some other folks in Florida that have put on shows before. That's in the Jacksonville area. I think we want to be more centralized like around Orlando. But I don't know. Uh, just give us, give us an idea because that's one of the few free places in the country now where you can go rent a hotel ballroom and put on a show and have people come and live stream it and not only can you make money but you can do it all mask free and you can wear any freaking shirt that you want so let's think about that guys i'm just going to th kind of throw it out there to the universe and the audience and see if we can get that get some movement going on that let us know all right that's it for the show today casey blake and i will be back tomorrow for deep thought thursday where each of us will bring a deep thought for the end of the show and between now and then again follow us on next level news go to blake's site 
or uh, MikeBarra.com, MikeBarra.blogspot.com, where I will be putting up some periodic updates during the day. Other than that, everybody have a great day. Hang in there. Yeah, hold it near where Trump lives, Nancy. That's kind of what I was beginning to think. Let's have it uh, in, around Cocoa Beach right there near Mar-a-Lago, because that way the president can come and listen to what he should be doing. Uh, if we put it on. So that'd be a great idea to do that. Uh, that's the thought process at this point. We just need some financial backers. That's that's the thing we're working on. So back tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel. Hopefully I feel a lot better than I felt today. And uh, let's bring everybody, you know, everybody come on back, visit us tomorrow. And I think we're going to be just about ready for Mike Barra official to be reactivated. I've got to go double check that. So tomorrow's stream might be streaming to Mike Barra official, Mike Barra 2, and the Peelback Report rather than Rumble or Twitch or wherever we're putting it now, Case. All right, guys, have a great day. Thanks for being here. Be vigilant. Watch out for the French fries. And do not suck on the lollipop.